got a good one. We got a special one today. Today's gonna be a good episode. You ready, Chad? I'm ready. I'm ready, like the SpongeBob's. What's your favorite SpongeBob's? Uh, the one where they do Sweet Victory. Uh, Band Geeks, I believe that one is called. Oh, that's a that's a solid pick. Yeah, I feel like that should be everybody's favorite SpongeBob episode because it's just the best one. It is so tight. I think there's a handful that rival it, but that really is a perfect episode. I like it because Squidward like kind of gets a victory too. It he he's that's so, nice. Like he's so hurt in most of the episodes, <laughs> and the older I get, the more I like identify with Squidward. At least in the early seasons, he also and gets so, hurt a lot through the course of the episodes. So you get the typical Squidward jokes. Right. So right, it's not right. like a different episode. It just has a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, I like the one where they're chocolate salesmen. Oh, that one is fucking great too. And I. I find myself, like, quoting that episode at random times. Like, things will happen, and it'll jog a memory, and, and I, I, I'll just have a, an instinct to respond with something. Mm-hmm. I feel like that one is, like, super quotable, which is fun. Yeah. Ah, uh, I love that one. I, and I also... <laughs> that has such a perfect ending, too, where it's, like against all odds they end up succeeding and becoming rich yeah and they literally they still don't know what to do with money so I just like it's kind of a thing like because spongebob <laughs> makes a lot of money in a handful of episodes and he just doesn't know what to do with with it like it it so doesn't make him happy and he clearly i guess doesn't need it well yeah it's it's not about wanting money it's just like it's like he's going through the motions of what other people are doing, where it's like, oh, that's what a successful person does. I'll do that, and this will be fun. Right, because I remember and like it, that's the Pretty Patties episode. He makes all this money selling these uh, these knockoff colored um, or dyed, I should, is probably the right word. Uh, Krabby Patties, right? Yeah. And he just gives the money away. The, the problem with that is he, he must have stole the recipe from Mr. Krabs, because they had to have just been Krabby Patties that he dyed. I feel like if Mr. Krabs really wanted money out of him, he could have sued SpongeBob for like copyright infringement or something, or not copyright, well, but like patent. What was the other? One? I like the one with the hat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Smitty Werber Jagerman Jensen. Smitty Werber Jagerman Jensen. Why do we remember that name? It's I, it's because perfect. I'm diseased. It's perfect. It um, is. I love I love the one hat, uh, the Foxy Grandpa hat. Oh yeah. Like that one sticks with me. I, <laughs> I, I think one of my. I'm not a huge fan of Squidbillies, but I love all his hats. Mm-hmm. I just have a soft spot for, like, quote unquote funny hats that aren't funny. Which is funny. I feel like you don't see a lot of those in real life. I think it's a regional thing because I see a lot of pictures on Twitter that make me wince. Oh. Hmm. Um, I, I think that's a South thing. Like, uh, oh, I know, okay, I don't want to get political, but I know I saw one, like, the other day. This was on Twitter, not in person. But it was, like, it was the, it was the red hat with the white text. But mm-hmm. it was, like, there was so much text on there, you could not read it. And it was, like, it, like, uh, I don't Obama care about your immigrants if I have to buzzword to the other buzzword and then 
the real LGBT is liquor, booze, and trucks. <laughs> I mean, it was like there were so many discordant jokes that weren't fully. It was such a mess. Where the, I just I like staring Obama at it for the longest time. Is I think pretty good. Like as a pun, I appreciate that. If you if you do something with it, it's like without context, it doesn't even work on a hat. That that's the thing, right? Like, <laughs> I, you have you have step one, but step two is to to construct an actual joke. I want that when I retire, I'm gonna have a hat that says I'd rather be fishing, and I'll sit on my front porch. And if like someone walks up and goes, "Hey, uh, so you like fishing?" Oh, nope. <laughs> okay. Oh, you you got that hat? And like, yeah. And like not acknowledge them, and that will be my thing. I've never been much for hats. I remember having a Star Wars one when I was like in third grade. It was an I Empire got, Strikes Back hat. That was pretty cool. I got this really trendy hat that I feel it's too trendy for me to wear, but I do anyways. Um, it's. I wonder if I can just find a picture of it. I also got a hat at Walmart where it just says the word meow, but it's in like a college sports team text. That's great. And I, I don't understand it. It was in the women's section, but it's like, I'm going to wear this hat. And I remember once I, w- I went over to see Richard, and, and his wife saw me wearing that hat, and she's like, you're brave to wear that. And I was like, well, thank you. I feel like that's just a funny joke. Yeah. <laughs> funny jokes know no genders. They're just funny. I... My none of my family members have been like super like hat people though, and my my dad has started to wear one on and off because he is developing like precancerous lumps on his head for skin cancer, and so he's got to get those removed in December. They're just gonna you know chop them off or freeze dry them off or whatever. It's a pretty standard procedure, but it's so weird to see him in a hat because I just I never do. And then I get people at work like the only people I know at work who wear hats all the time are, are really bald, and so they they started wearing one for that reason. Um, and so, yeah, I guess that part of it is just, I, I'm so not used to hats. There are, like, a lot of political ones for a bit, which are thankfully kind of going away now. Uh, oh, I found a hat I want. I want a Blockbuster hat. That would be funny. That's cool. This looks nice. It's $15 on Etsy, which means I know what I want for Christmas. I, I, I like the I like the hats with, like, the fox ears and stuff, because I'm a degenerate. But it's like I'm too old for that. Also, all the other reasons why I would never wear one of those in public. Well, I can't find it. It's um. So my favorite hat. It's this very nice white color, and it has. It just says the word blocked, and it has like a little border and a little no sign, like when you hmm. block somebody online. And something about that is just so bloody trendy. I fell in love with that hat. I watched a uh, a Jenny Nicholson video the other day, and she was wearing just like a pink baseball hat, and it looked really good on her. And I was like, "Man, maybe I should get a pink hat." And it's like, "No, no, no, she's just cute. That's how that works." I, I, there's no reason for me to ever get a hat. So that's why I don't know if we ever talked about Second Life. That's literally why I play Second Life is just for fashion, because I can rip textures and I will like recreate clothes that I don't feel like buying, and just wear it on Second Life. Mm-hmm. So I have like 200, you know, t-shirts and 50 different hats just because like, I this is what I would dress like if I had more closet space and a reason sure. to buy more clothes. 
I mean, that was like, I know that was a huge thing in World of Warcraft. It became a thing in Dark Souls, right? Like, like fashion souls. People would just try to make like fun outfits with armor. And I think it's, it's funny where you, when you give someone a virtual environment and kind of just no rules, they'll eventually just, they'll, it's just something to do. Cause you're just like, oh, I'm still playing this game. I might as well start collecting something or, oh, that's a cool armor set. I think I want to collect that and, and see what I look like. And I don't know. It's, it's definitely like more intrinsically a thing than people probably think about. Like my, my wardrobe is pretty boring. But then if I play video games where it's an option to really trick out your character, I will sometimes make the effort to try and look pretty uh, interesting or zany or whatever, right? Like, I will care about what I look like more in the game than what I will in real life. Yeah, that, that's another thing. Um, like, I tend to pick female characters in games because it's a mm-hmm. lot more fun to dress up. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I sent you a Bloodborne one I like where he looks like Eustace. He does look like Eustace. This is like giant chin for some reason. That's amazing. I know, right? <laughs> um, I I'm actually very happy with my wardrobe. I'm not like high fashion, but I have a lot of t-shirts and slick jackets that combo well. And I I realize eighty percent of my wardrobe is from Mega sixty four, <laughs> but nice. their shirts are like. They have a lot of variety. Like, you wouldn't realize they're all from, like, an internet comedy group. Oh, they do really good design work on their shirts. They really do. That's why I have so many of them. It's not just because I like the guys. Mm -hmm. So it's funny. Like, I kind of realized that, you know, (laughs) like, I was going to go see uh, a friend. And I'm like, okay, which of these five shirts do I want? I realized each of them had a Mega64 logo on there. And it's like, oh, is this a problem? I don't think so. But where I work is definitely not helped because there's really no dress code as long as you don't be stupid. Yeah. And so, I don't know, it's like, oh, I need a new shirt. Well, it's going to be a band t-shirt. It's just which band. Like, I got kind of drunk and I bought a Card to Chef t-shirt the other day, which will hopefully be here pretty soon. Um, do I need one? No, but they're a small band and why not support them, right? And it's kind of cool and it's got lyrics on the back and I need, I don't know. It, it, band shirts are kind of tacky, though, because they're usually really over-designed. Uh, did I show you my my Star Trek character? Um, I mean, I've seen probably Star Trek characters from you. I don't know if it's like the current one or if you've done something new to it. Um, I so I dressed her up funny. She she has a good like what the Starfleet uniform would be on her ship, but then she has like a a relaxed like casual kind of uniform, and then like a disguise uniform when she has to beam down to a planet for a mission. Mm-hmm. And I still have these like extra slots. And this last summer, they introduced band t-shirts. So I just have, like, a lounging around the house outfit. (laughs) (laughs) And she has this, like, Klingon punk band. Um, And it's, like, something about it is so charming that I I still have to take the time to actually draw her. Because I want, like, a picture of her cabin with, like, trash in it. Like, in a way you don't see Star Trek stuff. You know what's interesting is, like, it became a thing, and it still might be a thing, where, like, old band shirts became a trendy thing for people to wear. Yeah, and they're fashionable. About, yeah, it's less about, like, liking the band and more of, like, this is a cool shirt, and it's a band shirt, and that is now a fashion statement, instead of just, like, me, a middle-aged white man who is has no, you know, personality other than the music I listen to. I remember like seeing a YouTube video, and this this girl was like, "Yeah, I got you know, I thrifted this really cool band T-shirt. It was a Guns N' Roses one, 
And she's like, I really like the, the, the black and then like the silver on the guns and then the red detail for the roses. And it's like, do you even know a Guns N' Roses song? But also, who gives a shit? Because, yeah, it's a cool shirt. Like, I, 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 it, it had became a, a gatekeeping thing. I think it was like Justin Bieber or something wore like a Slayer shirt once. People were like, he doesn't know who fucking Slayer is. And I was like, I don't care. I don't even know why it's a headline though, right? Like, it's part of the problem. Also, want, Slayer shirts are cool. They're like really brutal. <laughs> I want like a I want like a fake band shirt. I can make an anonymous band shirt. I'm a fake. It's band. a real one. You made Not an actual really. album. I know it's bad. I want to. Oh, you know what? Okay, this is what band shirt we should <laughs> we should actually design this. We should design the Sonic Underground band T-shirt. Oh gosh. <laughs> We, I want it to look like a legit band, but with just enough hints that if anyone like recognizes it, they'll go, "Oh, wait a minute." <laughs> that would be really funny. Ah, uh, I guess that is why we why we wanted to record tonight. You want to watch a Sonic Underground? Yeah, let's watch an episode of Sonic Underground. I'm in a good mood. <laughs> we'll change that real fast. Um, so I picked an episode that looks okay. Like at random, okay. And I I don't know. Did we talk much? I want to apologize for not doing a show last week, real quick. But I I enjoyed my holiday, so it was worth it. And your pain sustains me, audience. Yay. Um. So what do you know about Sonic Underground? I know the theme song, and I know the show is not maybe great. And I also know like the animation. Like things get really off model really fast. I've seen a couple of clips where like Knuckles changes size like four times. Yeah. So it's kind of shoddy. I think it's like nostalgic for people. I've never seen it. Um, I, it has kind of that like edgier 2000s tone. I One think. thing I, I want to give it that it's kind of a shame that it didn't turn out like a better show. This one show is much more original. Um, It's not based on anything from any games or comics. It has a lot of original characters and stories in it. I feel like someone had an idea that they were in love with. And they're like, this is it. I know what to do. And I don't know if like if it was a design or production issue or if it was just a budget issue and it just didn't come together right. But it's like, to be fair, they did do something. I mean, I appreciate it, right? Like, there's clearly a lot of style to it when you see the the screenshots. They were going for a different kind of Sonic than maybe had been done, and yeah, I gotta appreciate that. Just like they're trying something new with a property. Yeah, but I think they, they, at some point they either didn't have the talent or the budget, and it was probably the budget. So that's usually what it comes down to is stuff like this. It's also I want to say it's maybe the worst Sonic cartoon, oh, except wow. then Sonic X came out. And now I refer to Sonic Underground as the second worst, even though I haven't <laughs> watched Sonic Underground yet. <laughs> I, you're right, that green guy is a character, because I'm looking at like one of the screens <laughs> and he's just there. And I was like, I swear to God, I thought that was Tamers' OC. Now, that's the other thing. I don't know how many characters are going to show up in this episode, but if you were to watch the whole series, I think you might be surprised how many characters Tamers took from the show, actually. Is there seriously over, like, 200 episodes of this? 
No, that's season one, episode 36. Oh, okay. Because I, I was I hate fucking that. confused. Yeah, I hate that structure, but that is a TV thing. Like, why not do 1.36? Or why not do 01 space 36? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's good That's my favorite that format. Works. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, do you want to, I guess, count off and hit play? Yeah, this is episode 36, Sleepers, and we'll begin in 3, 2, 1. Ow! <laughs> Oh yeah, this fucking this this goddamn theme song is so good. <laughs> and there's all this like fantasy and like Warhammer <laughs> stuff going on in the background. There's like yeah. this desolate robot city and like all life is banished. Wait, are they in a are they in a band? They are in a band. I didn't know that, which is weird because I've definitely seen this before. Yeah, they they play instruments together. And uh, it's funny because that comes up in Tamer's episodes too. So wait, why does their mother give them up? Wait a second, the prophecy will explain. Oh. I long for my children, but I have to wait. To act too soon could seal their fate. They made Oh, okay, that was dumb. Yeah, a psychic foretold that the babies would be assassinated so she had to like give up the kingdom so that everything can come together and they'll they'll save the kingdom but after hardships they live growing up on the streets i've never met a psychic i would trust so i think she made a mistake there yeah <laughs> i drive by one every day on the way to work there's just a like a, a it's a building that looks kind of like a place that you'd buy something in, but also looks kind of like a house, and I think it's just, like, where she lives, and then she does palm readings or whatever out the back. Is it that building that we went to on VR chat? No. I don't want to, like, dox it and say what it is, because it's her, na her name's <laughs> in there, but it is, like, it's so weird, and I'm so tempted every time I drive, I should just, like, walk so in there, because it's, like, ten bucks for a palm reading. You know what? I mean... I used to think of 10 bucks as something that, like, well, I gotta save that, and if I save it 60 times, that's a whole Mario. Yep. But now, it's kind of like, oh, 10 bucks, if I don't drink tomorrow, I'm <laughs> saving much. money. <laughs> Pretty much. God, I'm turning into such a fucking alcoholic. Now, this Sonic is still voiced by Urkel, which is funny because he did, like, the other two shows. I hate the lady's voice, by the way. It is annoying as shit. It's almost better in Tamers, isn't it? With the text Yeah, because at least he's like... Yeah. We heard you the first time! I also like how they wear those medallions. Well, they're in a band. Is it their thing? No, I, I think that's like a magic thing. Oh. Like that... That's where they get their, like, royal magic powers from or something, and it also, like, that's what ties them together as orphans or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure that's where Chris Chan got his idea for his Sonic 2 medallion. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I the, the medallion thing comes up in fan fiction a lot oh, after Sonic Underground. I will say, sound, sound design in this, already kind of cool. There's some neat panning when she drove by and, like, the, the sound of the motorcycle went from one speaker to the other. Oh, I like the colors, too. Again, there's like, there is some effort put into this, but it's rough around the edges. I'm afraid they won't have much to say. They were captured. 
half the voice acting is really bad, and the other half is fine. Yeah. The, the girl sounds like a guy trying to do a girl voice. It might be. I, I'm not sure. It just seems like... Sometimes these shows have, like, a total of four voice actors. It's just funny, because I listened to uh, Game of Thrones, an audiobook, which has, like, a hundred characters, and one guy reading it, and he did, like, different voices for everybody, almost, and he was amazing. And it's like, oh, like, you know, it's possible. You can, you can literally do better than what this person is doing. I've seen it happen. I like the backgrounds and the environments, too. Yeah, I also... I, I like the design of the evil robots. They don't look like robots from the comics or games, but they, mm -hmm. they're, like, intimidating. Yeah. Un until they animate, and then they just fall apart. <laughs> Is that wise, sir? Silence! I want him to see his friend. He had to think about it before he said silence. That was weird. <laughs> He's animated so weird. Robotnik. Yeah, and I also... I don't think this is my favorite Robotnik voice. Oh god, no. It's very generic. Oh, this is the one in Sonic trap? Boom is probably my the favorite. Yeah, he's good. I guess I'm not really paying attention, but I'm just like, why is he here already? But yeah, I also because... don't know if this has like a plot. <laughs> this is the ugliest thing in the universe. You don't like my little toy, huh? Hedgehog? Mm, must be a freedom <sighs> when you read the Sonic comics, do you hear, like, like character voices that you're familiar with, or do you just kind of read the text? Kind of just read the text. Oh no, they're half robots. It's Freddy Fazbear all over again. Ah! I do think, like, with something like this where I've seen enough Sonic boom, I kind of give them their voices, but that's such a comedy thing, and the comics really aren't. And so it doesn't always work, because, like, Knuckles is such a dumbass in, the, in Sonic Boom. <laughs> Welcome to the end, Hedgehog. Oh, don't worry. No roboticization for you. I have something special in mind. It's you know, Robotic, if you roboticized him, the show would be over. Because <laughs> he just could just do that. I like, um... I like the arc where Sally became a robot. I don't know if I saw that. That was good. I think oh, they, they did a they did it a few times where there were like alternate universes, and there was one where um like Sonic and Sally got married, and like Sonic was the king of Mobius, and they had a family, but they kind of had to correct the timeline. So like something happened, and Sonic and Tails came back to like the proper timeline. But Sonic still had like the memory of his kids that will never be born now. Oh, that's wild. And it was like really heavy. That's some and, Star Trek shit. Oh yeah, and <laughs> there was like a whole thing where uh, Penders was like really upset because one of the rules was that you weren't allowed to show extreme emotion, and so he wasn't allowed to draw Sonic as sad as he wanted to. Oh really? And I thought it was pretty sad in the final product, but he has, like, he's released sketches of, like, these are the censored ones they wouldn't let me publish, and where he's, like, really bawling his eyes out. And it's like, I don't, why not do that? It's fine. I hate, I hate that hoverboard. The, the problem with giving, like, people the ability to fly like that is it just trivializes certain things. Like, I don't know how, like, plot-wise that turns in. It's kind of boring. Like, the lady's got a cool motorcycle, Sonic can run, and he's like, I got, like, a surfboard, but it flies. 
Yeah, and I've I've seen a few clips where I feel like they rely on the flight thing a lot. Where like someone's falling off a cliff, and every time you see just the hoverboard come by right at the last second to grab them. Sure. I like the motorcycle sounds. I like the design too. This show is really weird. I showed you that website that sells like knockoff 48, uh, 40k terrain. Uh, yeah, I think so. And I feel like you could recreate Sonic Underground with their models. That'd be kind of funny. Like this, but I mean, this is like the color palette of their their website. I like um, I like the action and stuff in this. Like, there's been a lot of lasers shot already. We're at what eight minutes in, but it's mostly just been lasers. Like, I can see why kids would have liked this at the time. Yeah, and I think this was popular if this wasn't your first Sonic cartoon. Like, there were a lot of kids that liked it, but it's like... I, I've seen this story on 4chan like 20 times. Sure. Where, like, they'll, they'll do one of those green text stories, and it's like, I was that kid in school that would draw Sonic really good. But then somebody would come to me and say, hey, will you draw Sonia, a Sonic sister? And I'm like, I don't know who that is, and I hate that person now. <laughs> and it's like, that happened to me. Like, that literally happened to me. <laughs> what if that happened to Joe? Because he used to draw Sonic a lot when he was younger, and he was a pretty good artist. Like, he could do ask, a good Sonic. Yeah, ask, um, ask Joe about Sonic Underground. I'm curious what he knows. I don't know if he knows anything, but next time we play VR chat, we'll just have to talk about that. He also, you have to ask him about... Um, Twitch stream Jesus, because that oh, is like... Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. We we were playing last night. Um, did he tell you about the uh, the laser tag? No. We found a really cool laser tag arena. Um, we want more than two people, though, so when you and Renoki are on, we're going to have a good 2v2. Oh, awesome. I don't like the green guy's voice either. Nah. He sounds like he's just, like, closing off his nose and being Sonic. Like, he's got a cold. I also... I really don't like his hair. And I get what they were going for, but I feel like in animation it doesn't, co it doesn't like, come together. Yeah. It doesn't work. It reminds me of Envy from Full Metal Alchemist. The big spikes. Yeah, but even that was a lot better. <laughs> for sure. There's a lot of, like, things... I, I, I kind of expected this to be more of a train wreck. It's actually somewhat competent, like... All yours. For, it's a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, it's... it's. There's things that I, I immediately don't like. A lot of it's some of the voice acting. Hello? I think I th that animation is largely fine. Like, there's some weird stuff, but it's not... It's serviceable. Terrible. I think my problem when this came out... Partially because it was too different from what I'm used to because I played the games and I read the Archie books. Sure. So it's like, what even is this? I hate all these characters. But on top of that, like, it's a little high concept. And it kind of like, <laughs> they throw a lot of things at you. So I, wish, just, um, uh, I wish Robotnik was less of a, they're trying to make him really evil, but he's just still kind of a doofus. And it's like, without a good villain, a lot of what they're doing just falls flat. Because there's clearly, like, a lot of cool sci-fi in here and and high-energy fighting. But the villains are just... They're so Saturday morning cartoon, it doesn't fit with, like, the tone that they're trying to do. 
I want to see Cobra Commander take over the world and see how he runs, like, the world. Because I don't think he can. Yeah. It's like, it would be like this, where he would be going around and, like, yell at people. And it's like, we'll, we'll do everything! And then people are like, well, yeah, you're, you're the king. It's done. It is the only fuel that compresses without exploding. Get my command ship ready! I just realized in my, my toy book, there's a Cobra Commander is in it. And I don't remember if he ever dies or not, and like what happens to him, and if that's like, there might be just a plot thread that goes nowhere. <laughs> oh, I'm a bad writer. Technically, they all die because the store burns to the ground, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, maybe you should have like a little chapter of him like trapped in the room with someone that's like burning down, and like his last moments like being shared with some guy he doesn't want to talk to. It's also possible. Oh no, never mind. He's he's at the end. Uh, uh, the the pawn pushes him off a table and he lands weird, breaks his body. <laughs> oh, that's that's satisfying. Dude, that book. You, I think you would really like that book. It is dumb as fuck. I I think I read. I think I read most of it. Yeah, you might have read an early draft. I love how the green Sonic, whose name I can't remember, is supposed to be like cool, and he has yeah. a fanny pack. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Hi, Onion. Hi, Onion. You good boy? My dog's outside my window. Nice. You have a cute dog. He's adorable. Okay, the noise where it slanted and picked him up was, was a little B-rate, not gonna lie. It was funny, but it, it didn't... It didn't sound very good. I like the little turbo coffin that just like stops by the chili dog shop. And it's like, yeah. Why don't they just catch all the hedgehogs by doing that? He clearly keeps going to the chili dog store. What if instead of using lasers, he just used a gun? Because the bullets shoot faster than the lasers do. Man, this thing's tough! Sonic's face is so weird, because he has, like, the one eye with two pupils. And I'm not the first person to mention that by any means, but it is funny to just see it. Who's that guy that made, um, Mania? Oh, uh, I don't remember. Is, is it Toby something? No. I can't remember now. Um, it's not Chris, is it? Shoot. I can't remember. He he did such a good job animating Sonic. Um, he oversaw the uh, trailer. Remember the animated trailer for Sonic Mania? Yes. He did a really good job setting the rules for like how Sonic's eye is supposed to work. And I'm I'm not sure who this guy is or why he's the only person left on Earth that remembers how Sonic works. She just conjured a gun. You mean they could do that the whole time? Well, also, she used a laser to cut completely through a torpedo with their brother's body inside. He just, he just grabbed onto a missile and it didn't explode or nothing. Like, that's the thing, right? Is like the, the, the bad guy stuff in this is so non threatening. But he doesn't come off as like a goof like Squidward. Like, if he was Squidward, it would be fine. It uses and I'm, for fuel. 
I'm guessing like they had like when they were given the notes to the people in pitching this, they probably it wasn't this. This has to have been like studio metaled into the ground. I'm not sure. The good thing is that it's, it, it's really hard to say, honestly. There's parts of this that are very, like, structured, and they seem intentional. And then there's other parts where it's like, this'll do. Yeah. It's hard to tell, because I feel like there's, there's enough thought to the good stuff here that it's like, well, they must have put thought into everything, and it's just, it didn't go their way. But maybe not, right? Like, I wasn't there. <laughs> So this is a pet peeve of mine, but I hate when there's, like, underdog rebels fighting a giant empire, but then they seem to have, like, better technology that completely trumps the empire technology every time. Yeah, that's a, that's fair. I, I like, um, in Star Wars, in the original theatrical cut of the movie Star Wars, there's, like, so few X-Wing fighters... And they're all kind of like scrappy, thrown together looking things. But they kind of like retconned it later where it's just that's the fighter that the rebels prefer and they buy them from weapons manufacturers. And it's like, wait, they can just afford fighter jets? Like, I thought these were repurposed ships. Right. You know? Yeah, it, it doesn't make... It doesn't make sense if they have like brand new ships if they're fighting the Empire. But at the same time, the galaxy is really huge, so the idea of them being able to find someone that will sell them ships makes sense. But then it's like, yeah. how does money work in Star Wars? It just um, I I like how like the Tie Fighters are all uniform, and they're clearly like superior technology mm -hmm. because they're like they they always make comments about oh they're too fast it's like they're all over us we're outnumbered. And, it's, and it feels like an underdog thing to overcome. But then when they go back and, like, CGI in extra X-Wings, and there's a whole fleet of them, and it's like, okay. Why are they singing a song? I think they sing a song every episode. Because they're basically just doing a montage, and, like, right now Sonic's not helping. He's just playing guitar. Yeah. This is one of those things that I think it was build as like an entertainment thing where it's like well kids like songs but there's a a bonus of songs being time fillers yeah that you can also get time, away like... with like <laughs> you you, uh, you can repeat words because there's a chorus so you have to yeah. technically write less but i feel like you still gotta animate it right like you have to like time all this together to the song you do but i'm seeing a lot of like digital zooms and <laughs> reused footage so yeah and this is just like the, way the, the low cuts point are, like, of the episode. Like things sliding in and out is just so you can take a scene and make it last longer by sliding the parts in. We have to go, Dad. But I promise. I'm curious, like, if there's a Sonic Underground soundtrack. I'm so proud of you. Why'd you say that? Now I'm googling it. <laughs> Mind if I borrow that card? It might come in real handy. Sure, Sonic. But it's only good until Here's another thing about Sonic. How come he doesn't have, like, six-pack abs? That dude runs all the time. Well, now I have to Google that, too. <laughs> he must eat a lot. Sorry, I'm laughing and clipping the mic, everybody. I say that every episode. I have such a loud, obnoxious laugh. <laughs> I blame the beer. 
Halt! No! You halt! I could get used to this. Okay, I like the sounds of the robots moving. Hey, you found, uh, you found Sonic with abs. That wasn't hard. I mean, I didn't think it would be. <laughs> wow, that last one's kind of gross. That is too many muscles on him. Or as Rick and Morty called it, cum gutters. I really hate Robotnik's henchmen. They seem stupid. Well, they're stupid, but I hate their designs. Like, the one guy is wearing Warcraft armor with skulls on it. And they both have these dumb character voices. Oh, yeah. And they both, like... Have you seen the thing in the opening where they transform into a motorcycle? Yeah. It is so, like, DeviantArt creepy. Yeah, you know, I'm a pretty creepy guy, so if I'm weirded out by something yeah. Sonic does, then there's a problem. It made me think just now, like... The, all the weird transforming fetishes I've seen on DeviantArt, like, they did have to stem from somewhere. This is one of the things that inspires creativity. Like, Sonic you just played the drums and, like, this mountain's exploding, and it's like, you could do that this whole time. So, okay, I just have this question here. Why do they have, a like, a band van that runs on wheels? Like, don't they have a bunch of hovercrafts and stuff? Well, you can't transport stuff with a hovercraft. Unless it's got, like, a cargo hold or something. Wait, but I'm thinking it's a van. What if it was a hover van? Yeah, 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 that's a good point. I have pause. I, I, like the, I like the outro with the guitar over the melody. I think that sounds pretty cool. Without any lyrics. Yeah. It's nice. Like, whoever's playing the guitar here is, like, really shredding. Like, this is cool. <laughs> This mixed decent too, like you got the stereo going, like I think they probably had a lot of fun making this. I hope they did. I I think some people did. Because, um, like you said, there's parts of it that uh that are actually well done. You know, whoever's mm -hmm. sound mixing appreciates sound enough that they're like, I'm gonna make sure the motorcycle sounds like a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not they just gonna hit good motorcycle you know, sounds. That was fun. Engine dot wave and hope it's the right kind of engine, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we want to jump to the year 2020? Yes. Okay, you want something seasonal? Because there is a Christmas episode. Let's do let's do something seasonal. So we we talked last time about Tamers 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, who does a lot of uh, Sonic Underground fan fiction. And he has been putting together pretty much his own cinematic universe exclusively by repurposing like other IPs. Yeah, I I know I've seen his shorter stuff and I don't know if we want to watch the whole thing cuz it's half an hour and we're at 40 <laughs> minutes in. But yeah, this, this is a 30 minute Sonic Underground fan movie. All done in like MS Paint. It's it is I mean the fact that he writes this stuff, like it takes effort and time to write out a script this long. He's only got 3,000 views on this, and to me that is not enough views for this amount of effort. Just having not watched it, I know that's not enough views for this amount of effort. I would never keep doing this. 
he, yeah, I, we talked about it before. I think he might be like mentally ill on some degree, but not as much as he lets on with his character. Mm-hmm. So it's this gray area that's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, okay, but should we get started? Yeah, let's uh, let's click play in three, two, one, boom. Can I open another present yet, Mama? Not just. Okay. Well, right off the bat, the I pink one has a better voice. Yes. So this is Sonic the Hedgehog and friends throw a secret like Santa party. Sleet, go open a present. Why me, sir? I'm still eating my snowman cookie. <laughs> how many of these characters are done that they're just a speech to text? All of them. Really? There, I want to say there's like a single digit amount of characters that are not text to speech. That's frustrating. And some of them are like distorted so badly that he puts up subtitles. <laughs> Whatever. Get your fat ass over there or I'm going to Like, it's funny if it's one or two. But if it's everybody, that's just fucking annoying. I just want you to know, Sleet. I picked that out special for you. Lingo, you're not it reminds me of um, some of the mixing me. tutorials I've seen from, like, people in Russia or whatever. They don't speak English, so they'll use a speech to text Dingo, to type up the what they're doing. <laughs> this is literally called Secrets and a... And it's I'm like, this sorry, isn't what I want, this. but it, this it is. is there, so there are times where I've heard someone use text-to-speech, okay, and my, my mental image is the see. Sonic Underground character that they're using the voice of. Sure. Because I've heard enough of these. <laughs> Did he get an ice? What the fuck is this? <laughs> it's a bunch of ice cubes. He got ice cubes for Christmas. What the fuck is this? Like, put them in stuff. What? You mean my ass? Why the hell would I shove ice cubes up my ass? I didn't mean putting them in your butt. <laughs> I mean for putting them in things like Coca-Cola. Why are you being such a faggot ass bitch? God. <laughs> you something that I know you love. And you're throwing a tantrum so, like a baby. Why the fuck do you think I love ice cubes? I, I love that idea so much. It's hilarious. I want to give someone ice for Christmas now. I want to receive yeah, ice cubes for Christmas. For no I can't even mail you them because they would melt. I know, I'm trying to think of the situation where you can pull it off. Because when the ice melts, it waters down my soda. I tell you this every fucking time. You never listen to me. Bro, he just made it sound like this isn't the first time he's gotten ice for Christmas. What are you looking at, bitch? You wanna go too, bitch? I've got enough to go around. This isn't this isn't good to listen to, just me laughing. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to comment on this. Excuse me. But that oh, they have matching sweaters, that's cute. I think you had better sit your fat ass down. This is so vulgar. Oh, okay, I didn't expect that. Those are some weird nipples. <laughs> is that robotic? Yeah. And what will you do to me if I don't? I know you're above God, but I'm not scared of you. You've got quite the huge pair of balls to say that to my face. And I can respect that. I like men with huge balls. It's a shame you don't got the muscles to I didn't realize this was going to be so we'll homoerotic. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Tamers 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah, I guess, um, my Sweet. bad. Help. He's hurting me. I love Bartleby's well, face. Those legs. Let me go. He's got, like, worry, weird go. muscle baby oh, legs. Go. Go flying across the room, that is. Uh-huh. This is so disturbing. <laughs> the way he animates no, this, too. Wow, he, he does need subtitles. Hold on, Charles. 
Go back for a minute. Who's the purple one? What did you say you did to get this? Um, that's Christmas the that's the queen from the opening. Okay. I like how the way she's looking right now. One of her pupils is just in the center of the double eye thing, <laughs> and she looks like a weird cyclops. So, part of the context of the series is Sonic Underground had, I want to say, 41 episodes. And so he has this, like, April Fool's thing where he he says they found Lost Episode 42, and he'll upload, like, a 22-minute prank video. Nice. And the premise of his, like, series is that it all takes place after that episode that was lost. So it's like the war is over and society returned to normal overnight. What is going on? <laughs> I, I I feel like I missed one line of dialogue, so the next five minutes won't make sense. Yeah. Daddy, I'm also king wet now. What did you want to see? Don't worry about it. I'm bored now. We can't just throw them out in the snow. It's Christmas. Nobody should be alone on Christmas. Just between you and me, bro, I'm giving you Mindy's present. Knowing her, she probably put something in here that you and Bart Levy can use in the bedroom. If you know what I mean. So is this kind of like drawn together, we're all fucking each other? And that yeah. Gift, do you okay. Think you could run outside that recontextualizes a lot of what's going on. <laughs> oh, I want to see what Sonic got. So is Bartleby the OC? No, he's from Sonic Underground. Okay. We see the lion? Um, no. You're just not in that episode we watched. Yeah, he. That's the thing. I should have picked an episode that had more Tamers characters in it. Um, hello. Because I want to see how they compare. I don't think they would compare. Is the thing. I feel like we watched a perfectly fine episode, and this is just. It was never gonna prepare me for this. Um, I'm doing fine. Sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but who are you again? Come on, Sonic the Hedgehog. You know me. It's me, Tommy, your neighbor. I have been living next door to you and your family for the past four years. Past four years, you say? I can't say that I recognize your face. What's your address? Oh, Sonic, <laughs> let's not sweat the details. Been living next to you for four years. <laughs> What's your address? Um, my family and friends are having a secret Santa That's a good joke. Right oh, no, it I is. He puts in some actually clever jokes once in a while that are delivered well. It's like he he is a very comedic guy. So it's weird that he spends time on this. Uh-oh. That's definitely not a good van. Thems are some dark windows. I think something else I like about this version is that Sonic is so, like, fat and useless. Versus, like, the source material where he's, like, running at the speed of light and destroying robots. And they can, like, play guitar to destroy a mountain. But now it's kind of like... old anybody is. Because they're somewhat acting like adults, but then, like, this pedophile really wants to get Sonic in his van. So now it's like, okay, so Sonic a child? Because he's having sex with Bartleby, like, that was directly implied that that was a thing they were doing. It's funny, some of, like, pretty much everything's in mono, and then some of the sound effects are in stereo, but they're playing in both ears, like, I feel like that wasn't on purpose, and, like, he just downloaded a sound effect that was in stereo. Are you Well, if you don't like it, you can give it back. Well, what are you waiting for, Cracker? Put them up. 
Charles is knocking on the window. Leave that fat boy alone. That fat boy <laughs> has done nothing to you. Where do you think you're going, bitch? <laughs> you think you can just make a fool of Michael? The way that he animates things, like, has a charm to it. Like that. This is so offensive. He's using he's just. I didn't do it on purpose. You know it's I so bad. You're one of my best buds. Wow, he did what not pour that, that well. <laughs> the fact that he animated tea pouring, I I found amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save me, Bart Levy. And he's still naked too. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Stop. <laughs> Oscar Myers baloney. <laughs> Oh no, he got two. Wait, why are there two of them in here? I don't understand why somebody would do this. Is is somebody trying to tell me I'm fat? Who would do this <laughs> to me? <laughs> They're all laughing at him. It's so because mean. Because he's fat. <laughs> why does he keep referring to Sonic as his bitch? I thought because he was so fat. But now I'm starting to think that wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> After the throat. Would you mind telling me again why you This is the most violent Christmas episode he's put out. I, I didn't know I Are the other ones violent? No. Really? I think I think my favorite episode might be the Thanksgiving episode where they decide to invite Robotnik over. Because it has like a a soap opera y drama to it. Where it's like, oh we kinda don't like him, but we should because it's Thanksgiving. And it's structured like an actual TV show, even though it has this tier of humor. I like how Manic's like not- he's like the only one not in a sweater, he's just wearing like a like, dirty t-shirt. Yeah. I like how this is somehow their mother's fault. It's always her fault. I mean, just look at Robotnik. He's fat as fuck, and he knows it. What are you talking about, woman? I'm not fat. I'm fucking sexy, ain't that right, Sleet? Sleet. What? <laughs> I said I'm not fat, you agree right, tell them I'm not fat. <laughs> um, I don't really understand the question. <laughs> That's a good response. That's really good. I could not recommend anybody ever watch this, despite how much we're laughing. It's garbage. Well, it's but, horrible. But that's why I'm enjoying it. God, it's only been 12 minutes. There's still 20 I know. more minutes. We, we should probably just close it here. I was just curious what Sonic would get as a present. Oh, wait, Robonic just took his shirt off. Oh my god. Yep. Oh no. What have he I done? He's fat. I just laughed at Sonic. I I have no right to laugh at him. Maybe we will laugh hard on him. <laughs> Okay, I'm pausing it again. I'm gonna watch the rest of this later. I'm actually enjoying this You're episode. gonna have to tell me how it ends and if Sonic gets molested by the weirdo in the van. I I kinda hope he does. I want I want that bit to have payoff at this point. Yeah. I think he will too, just because having seen twelve minutes of this, I can sort of understand where Tamers' humor comes from, and it's very fortune. So there's like an element of um like, uh, you, you're not allowed to have a rifle in the description of your book without using the rifle at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like you can't have the free candy van show up. And Chekhov's then, gun. Yeah, Chekhov's free candy v van. Oh, boy. So, I, that was Sonic Underground. 
Okay, I feel like this episode was more watchable than the other clips you've sent me over the years. I don't know if it's just because it was really vulgar and violent, and I can at least put up with that. You know, there was another one. If we were to pick, like, a classic, I had one in mind that I think actually you might turn off halfway through because you can't take it anymore. (laughs) I mean, there is, like, a... Like you said, you can't recommend this. (laughs) No, it's terrible. I mean... It's also just, like, super not politically correct in any sense of the word, and so it's just one of those, like, hey, if you're, like, upset by racial jokes and, and, and gay jokes, you know, all, all of the jokes you did have really fallen out of favor, like, don't watch this, because it's, like, half of it. But then there's, like, I'm looking at this thumbnail here for Sonic Underground, the Great Corn Maze competition, and the thumbnail has them all dressed like Yu-Gi-Oh! monsters for their Halloween costume, and it's, like, there's a there's a degree of fan art to this that it reminds me of browsing DeviantArt and being happy. Yeah. But it's also like, oh, uh, and you keep yo-yoing between these two things. Honestly, the, uh, when Robotnik's like, hey, you, tell him I'm sexy, and the guy's just like, I don't understand the question. Like, that is legitimately, like, if I'm ever put in that situation, I now have an answer to get me out of it. Like, that was really, really funny. <laughs> I, I never realized it, but I think what you said is very apt when you described this to Drawn Together. Yeah, it is. It's drawn together without the craft. It Well, it's drawn together with an internet-taught craft. Yeah. Like, the, the text-to-speech voice is, like, intentionally, like, cringy and lazy. And the Microsoft Paint is intentionally cringy and lazy. But then you see these like animated sequences, or he has like photo bloom, and he's like photo, you know, these like actual stock photo backgrounds and stuff. And it's a structured thirty-minute cartoon mm-hmm. where it's like, wow, I'm kind of he puts work into these. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I wonder how many hours he put into this because it was I'd a love lot. to know the process. And he'll probably never talk about it. The same thing with uh, Stuart the Sock, right? Like, I want to know like what goes into like how we structures and makes his videos because that to me is almost more interesting than the videos themselves yeah but knowing it, that takes one... the, the mystery away yeah one of my favorite ones is where he made a satanic sandwich do you remember that short yeah that one's that one's something and i love the bit where he he says just put it in the microwave for a little bit and he he just like keeps hitting the one minute plus button until it yeah. goes up to 66 minutes and it's a funny enough joke but then it cuts to the microwave full of smoke yeah. And it's like, could he just burn down his house? Like, it they didn't look like a set. It didn't look like a prop that was designed to fill up with smoke. He literally just burned paper in a microwave for an hour. Yeah. And so I'm kind of like, I want to know what the process is. And if he's actually unhinged, because I'm pretty sure he is, but he might not be. There's a, there's enough method to this, right? Where it's like, okay, there's clearly, it's not it's not just like random brain droppings. Like there is a there is a, a structure that was thought through yeah his stuff is very intentional um do you still follow him uh Stuart the sock yeah mm, maybe probably not um because he's been doing this other youtube channel for like a year now or maybe not a year now but it's like he's just normal and he does uh let's plays and his his theme is the game boy so he's starting he's just going through like every single game boy game that's kind of neat yeah and it's much more chill it's not like shock humor 
right. or weird for the sake of weird. It's literally just, did you guys know there was an Inspector Gadget game? Well, we're going to see how bad it is. And then I don't know what the B button do. It doesn't do anything. And that's about it. And following him on Twitter and stuff, it's kind of nice knowing he's not actually psychopathic. But I, it leaves me wanting more from him. Yeah, I... This is one of those things like that peek behind the curtain, right? Like, because he seemed like such a fucking psycho in his videos. And you're like, there's no way a, a hinged man made this. And it's like, oh, no, he's just kind of weird. And he's got a weird sense of humor. He's fine. He probably pays taxes and has kids or whatever. And it's like, oh, well, that sucks. Like, he's just acting. I was kind of hoping, like, he was a danger to everyone around him, which is a horrible right. thing to hope. But, like, you know, you get that from his videos. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? Right. It's kind of like. Uh, that uh, we talked about it before, but there's that fascination that comes with studying Chris Chan, mm-hmm. where there's an element of realism where it's like this guy's being very genuine and it's upsetting. Yeah, like this guy's kind of scary, and if you found out he murdered someone, you wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. So when someone does a character like Tamers One Two Three Four Five, where it's like, oh, this is kind of the fun of Chris Chan, but we know it's an act that he can turn off. Yeah. Or this is being done deliberately because he knows it's upsetting. He's not actually, like, the. <laughs> there's a weird trend, like, Chris Chan does everything wrong that shouldn't do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's such a terrible person at times. And it just comes across genuinely. Where, where it's like, he literally doesn't understand why someone would like black people. Right. And it's like so when so when you see like Sonic fan fiction, where the joke is that the creator doesn't like black people, it's kind of like, oh, that's not a tasteful joke. But I also understand where it's coming from, and it's structured as a joke, and it's up mm-hmm. to you to decide if it's funny or not. But it's not quite as upsetting as actual Christian. <laughs> right, right, right. I just it, it comes down to the amount of hours though to that that was put into this, right? Because there's. There's no way he spent he he spent more than thirty hours on this, easy, because it's thirty minutes and that would be an hour a minute. But I have a feeling he put more time than that into this, and so it's like, it, it's just a, a, an extreme amount of time for something that is basically like purposefully bad. Like I know yeah, irony's a thing, but like holy shit. I don't know if you noticed the animation error when uh the orange guy tore off his sweater. No, well I mean. It all blends together. There's a frame where, like, he tears off his clothes, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And it cuts to a different character, and they tear off their clothes, and it cuts back to the orange guy. And he turns his head, and it was a recycled shot where he's he's wearing a different shirt from a different episode. Oh, so he's got like a, a a pretty big bank, probably. He well, he I think he has some canned things, but this one episode has a lot of original stuff where I'm seeing like new Christmas sweaters I've never seen before. You know. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like he actually does put a lot into this. <laughs> and like you said, that's a little alarming on its own way. It is. It is it to me very alarming. But it's part of the fun, right? Like I feel like if if, if these were only 4 minutes long and he released them once every like month, like yeah, whatever. But the fact that he releases like has a decent release schedule and they're all really long. He's like this is his main fucking hobby. It has to be. And I just, I I don't know what to think about that. It's just so weird. I appreciate it, though. Like, you know, we've definitely gotten a lot of, like, miles of, of conversation out of, out of this person. Yeah, and I want to say, like, I laughed more in the last half hour than I have all week. 
Yeah, it's been a it's been a pretty fun uh pretty fun episode, I think. So at least it's worth that. Yeah. Um, do we wanna reflect on a glad space? Sure. I I feel like I have a couple things I could pick. And I'm I'm trying to like if I wanna go music or if I wanna go something else. And the lazy in me is like, just go music. So let me um let me quick find this band because I don't remember what they're called and I, I they have a Russian name I think maybe not. I'm gonna go first. Yeah. I got a sandalwood, uh, beard comb. Okay. It is the best feeling comb, like the natural wood. Like it's just better than the plastic because I'm not getting caught, you know. Mm-hmm. And so what I've been doing is I left it in my car and I just comb myself while I'm like idling on the freeway. <laughs> And it feels so much better. And it's like, I, I I think I developed a habit of like wanting to snack or something. Like, like at all times, I want to just like nibble on something or do something. So I've been combing my beard instead of snacking. Oh, there you go. And it also leaves like a sandalwood smell in my beard. So that kind of like sticks with me the, the whole day because I'm wearing a mask. And it's just been so, like, relaxing and nice, and I feel, like, refined, and I care about myself more. Because I, I, honestly, I just wanted something that would straighten out my beard so i get less, like, tangles in it. But it's actually, sure. like, oh, I love this comb. This is the best investment I've ever made. <laughs> I'm looking at the comments of this Sonic Underground video. You're supposed the- to find your album thing. I was buying you time. I, no, no, this is what I don't remember Sonic being gay in Sonic Underground, and Tamers is like, there are hints of it in the French version of the show that got censored when it aired in America. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> I can speak time French. to respond to these <laughs> so I got to see it in its original glory. <laughs> the guy goes, oh, I wonder what those hints are. And he's like, well, watch it and find out. <laughs> mad respect yeah that, that's good fuck you know so the uh the my glad space is a, uh, it's russian folk metal and it's kind of like folk metal mixed with like it's folk metal mixed with deathcore in terms of uh of structure the the guy's name is uh zmi gordinich z-m-e-y-g-o-r-y-n-i-c-h uh the album is called devilish dances and uh it's 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 kind of weird, but it's really fun. Like it has a, like a, a get drunk and dance around a fire vibe to it, but then also one of the guys just screams like a crazy person the whole time. Uh, there's a lot of bagpipes. If you wanted to listen to song five, I think that's my favorite song. It's it's just got such a like fun bouncy feel. There's a, a woman on uh, cleans, and she's got a great kind of like full voice. And, and it's just like she's almost singing like shanties or whatever like it, it it's got a really cool sound and it scratches a lot of itches that I have out of music dude I'm feeling that it's like immediately striking this is a good find man yeah and it, it, it's so like some of the songs are super dancey and others are just like really heavy and it kind of goes back and forth so it's really paced well um so definitely like recommend this there's, there's a a, a lot of fun to be had. Um, like I said the, the the album is called Devilish Dances. Uh, artist is Z M E Y space G O R Y N I C H because I have no idea how to pronounce that. Yeah, I'm gonna try to remember to uh, link this in the show notes just so that you guys can find it easy. I plan on picking it up tomorrow because Bandcamp's doing the artist gets all the money uh, thing on Friday. Oh, okay, cool. I will. I'm probably actually going to do that too. 
I would definitely give it a listen first. Um, song five is a decent like representation of it. It is definitely my favorite song. But like the one after it is like really heavy and has like a, a more of a deathcore breakdown. So there's, you know, th- there's a lot of flavors here. Um, the first doing is just like an introduction where the two people are talking to each other in Russian. I have no fucking idea what they're saying, <laughs> which is kind of fun. Actually, I could probably Google translate that like a like a person. But yeah, I, I would recommend this. It, it, it is a it is a good time. Devilish dance. That is fun. Oh, also, I've been playing a new Warcraft expansion. That's been fun. Okay, so it translates to... What will we tell the people? Oh, I don't... Oh, you need to think. Yeah, hard. I thought... I came up with, let's sing funny songs about dancing. <laughs> oh, about dances? Oh, with girls? that's fun. Yes, about hot summer nights and about bonfires and merrymaking. Yes, yes, it will be great. <laughs> I, I like that. That's awesome. How delightful. And, and that's like literally like, yeah, the album is just like fun dance songs with, with really death metal breakdowns in it sometimes. Like it's it's good shit. Well, I like that. Good find. Um, wow, we, we did an hour and eight on, on Sonic Underground. Yeah, I might be cut in silence uh, where we were just enraptured by the plight of our heroes, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a fun um, <laughs> uh, dichotomy of source material and fan interpretation. I, I enjoyed this episode a lot to be I, a part I, of. I want to ask you one more question. We we commented that the animation in Sonic Underground isn't that great. Do you think that helps or hurts the Tamer's interpretation where it's all MS Paint? It helps. It is definitely part of the weird style. And you can't, like... You can't hate it, right? Like, if he was trying really hard and it was bad, you would notice and it would be like, man. But since he's trying really hard to make it look kind of bad, like, it's just part of the joke. Yeah, I there's an episode where he did an Inuyasha skit. And honestly, I don't like his version of Inuyasha, and I didn't find it entertaining or funny. And I think it's partially because this MS Paint thing parodying the source material is a lot funnier than it parodying anime. Sure. And I find it interesting that that subtlety plays into the end work. Mm-hmm. Like, this really is art, objectively. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, You can argue quality, but this is a very specific kind of thing. So I, let's take a week to reflect on that. And um, anyone out there, I recommend neither Sonic Underground nor Tanner's <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah. But I personally enjoy it. I might actually watch more Sonic Underground after that episode. It wasn't terrible. I th- I I it wasn't way terrible. lower stay uh uh standards for that. Like I, I really expected something awful and was like, "No, this is a very serviceable Saturday morning cartoon like what I used to watch." It's better than like the ThunderCats. Boo. I, I think or like any of those. I thought th- those are all terrible. I like ThunderCats. Boo. I like ThunderCats, but it's not good. Boo. Sorry, that was my hot take for the day. I like how in He-Man and G.I. Joe, they're not allowed to hurt each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you realize that, it, it tints the whole show in such a weird light. I I love that robot chicken skit where, like, Beast Man kills He-Man with an axe, and everyone freaks out because it's the first time anyone's ever been murdered in Eternia. And, like, I thought he would, like, dodge it like he always does. It's like, no, you killed him. We don't know what to do. <laughs> Because they've never experienced violence before. Yeah. Uh, 
What a what a world. What well, a world. Um, sleep tight, everybody. I know you listen to this before you go to bed. Night, everybody. Kisses. <laughs>